So I'll tell you. So last week. I sent all the sheets out in the WhatsApp group. So go find them there. Yeah, so there's a few different sheets there. Two different, I think two different uh, PDFs. I'm just going to... It's really one line that we're just going to work on. I figured we should work on it for a few days, maybe. We'll see how many days. But it's an important line, and we dealt with it a little bit. So the Gemara was saying... The Gemara was really talking about uh, the Shechina, right? Ten people for davening, and three people for based in, two people for learning, one person for learning. We, we compared and contrasted this Gemara with the mission of Perkei which was very Gishmak, I thought. The differences of the Etzim Mitzvah, learning, davening, and din, where the Shechina comes down, versus the Mishnah in Perkei which was dealing really with the numbers. The more the merrier, the more there's a Koch of Shechina in that place. But in the middle of this Gemara, when we were quoting the Pasuk, of how do you know that the Shechina is when there's two people learning, the Pasuk says, I'll just, you don't have to see it inside, the Pasuk says, Oz nidburu yirei Hashem ish Hashem. That nidburu, that the yirei Hashem, the two, two people who feared a Kaddish Boga, they were learning Torah and they're talking to each other, and it says, Vayakshif Hashem, and Hashem is attentive, he's listening. So that's how you know a Kaddish Boga, the Shechina is there when two people are learning. But then the Pasuk goes on, there's one more line in the Pasuk. And the Pasuk says, Ulchoshve Shemo. I'll read you the whole Pasuk. Because it's really, it's really, we learned this Pasuk, I'll just it'll remind us. Then the Yari Hashem, the, the ones who fear God, are talking to each other, learning Torah. And a Kaddish Baruch who is attentive and he hears. And he hears. First of all, he's attentive, meaning he's, he's there. He's there. In a more revealed way. That's why it's very, it's very, it's, it's apropos that we're learning right in Bilvavi about being mindful and consciousness, conscious of, of this Hashras HaShchina. Meaning the Shechina is with us in every minion. But who recognizes that? The Shechina is with us when we're learning right now, as we're with a group of people. But who recognizes that? Unless you've worked on the consciousness of it. And that's what Bilvavi is doing in a very slow way. Realize that this is true. That the Shechina really is Sharoi. He really is here right now when we're learning. The very fact that we're together speaking words of Torah. So the Pazik says, so Kaddish Baruch Hu comes to listen. Vayishman hears. Vayikasev Sefer Zikaron Lafan. Remember, if two people are learning, then you get written in a Sefer Zikaron. Versus if only one person is learning. Remember, if Cook taught us the difference. Right? I'll just remind us that when two people are learning, so you're also teaching. And you can, since you can never bring a person to actually do a Maisa, therefore to get in the, written in the big book of Zichronos, Sefer Zichronos, all you have to do is teach, teach the Torah, is to learn with another person. That's already considered like the Maisa. Versus when you're learning yourself, learning Torah yourself, as if there's a tain on you, that you better live by what you're learning. Therefore, only once you live that which you learned, whether it's Allah, Musa, whatever it is, only then you get written in the Sefer Zechronos. But if you're not going to live what you learned, so then you don't really get, you don't, you're not in that book. And we said that if you live what you learn, you're not written in the Sefer Zechronos. Moshe, what do we say? You are the Sefer Zechronos. You become the Sefer Zechronos. Because it's written on you. The very fact that you're doing the Maisa becomes etched in your body. You're about Chesed, your right arm. You're about Gvur in your left arm. You become a living embodiment of the Torah. A Shtik Torah, as they say in the Yeshiva world. Right? That's what we want. So then the puzzle goes on. Right? He writes, Kaddish Baruch writes it in the Sefer Zikar, in the front of Liyari Hashem, Dafka for those who are Hashem, Ulechoshve Shimon, for those who contemplate, who think about His name. 
What does that mean? So that's what the Gemara said. What does it mean, those who contemplate his name? What does that mean? It sounds like everything that just happened, that the Shekhinah is there, and that you get written down in the Sefer Zichronos, and all those Milas, even for that person who's a Choshev Shemo. Says the Gemara, Amr Ravashi, there's three different times, at least I've seen, one says the name Ravashi, one says the name of Rav Ami, and one says the name of Rav Asi. The same exact line. Fascinating. Chishev Adam Lasas Mitzvah, when a person has an intent, he's a thought to do a mitzvah, and he becomes in a state of onus. He can't do it for whatever the reason is. I'm just like seeing gematrias in these number in these uh, in these letters right now. There's what to say, but we'll 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 stay away from it right now. Venenas v'lo saw he was onus and he couldn't do it. Right, this is an interesting lashon. It's brought upon the kasev, the pasuk. The pasuk teaches us. Ki'ilu, it's as if, also, it's as if you did it. Right? We know, we know this concept. First of all, we know the concept of onus from Chamanapatri. If you're an onus, then you're potter. Now you can say you're potter from doing a mitzvah. And if you were forced into doing a vera for most cases, you're also potter. If you're forced into doing an avera, onus, Chamanapatri. So here also, we have a case where a person is an onus, he couldn't do the mitzvah, he tried. Ki'ilu, you did it because you did what you could do. This is the Gemara, right? So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk. There's also a Gemara in, in Kedushin. It's on Daf Mem. Yeah. But how do we see that in the pasuk? How do we see that? The- for those who, who, those who just think about his name, receive all these like receive all these brachas and everything. What when do you just think about his name? When you thought to do the mitzvah, but you couldn't actually do it. Right. That's what I think. That's what I think. So, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a lot of achronim talking about this in different ways, and how does this really work? Because one of the big questions is, is that we know, and it's really, it's your shalmi, there's a, what happens when a person's onus, and he does something? I'm not going to bring all the gemaras now, I'm, I didn't even have time to really work on them. But there's a machlokas, Rish Lakish, and Rabbi and the Yerushalmi, in two places, and getting in Kedushin, is it considered ovid or low ovid? When you do something but onus, does it count? Did, it, did, did you do something? Or did you not even do it? So some say you didn't even do anything. It doesn't count. You didn't do anything. Right? You didn't have era, but onus. You didn't do it. It's not just... You're, you're putter from everything. You're putter from the carbon, the punishment. You're putter from... Ke'ilu is not even on your record. Right? You could say there's two ways to can lump this. You could say, did you do it? But you're putter, you're exempt from a punishment. Or do you say you didn't even do it? Like Ke'ilu... In Shemaim, they don't see anything. Now the problem is... If you say it that way, that Ke'il, you didn't do anything, well then, how are you Yotze, how are you like Yotze the Mitzvah? What's going on over here? What did you do? In Shemayim, they don't record on us at all. So how Ma'ala love a of Ke'ilu Asso? What do you mean Ke'ilu Asso? Ke'ilu Asso. And what is it that you did? Ke'ilu what? What did you do? So there's, there's a lot of different ways to go about this. We could have, you know, but I'll just tell you, there's, a, there's one, one of the pages. I'm not even going to go through it. It's not, it's not really a die. But on the first page I sent, which it's really a, a Shalza Chuba's Chassam Sofer I saw, he has one line over here. It's one line. They don't have to look it up. It's not even die. 
I got excited to do it, but it's it's uh, it's very hard to read. Shells of Shuvas Chasam Sofer. It's really very hard. I, we need more more hours than I have right now. And he says he's based on a Rambam this and that in Hilchas Machira and about Shvuas and he says Vekamash Melan Harambam. I'll just read you it's two lines. Dezehu this Indian where a person. He's, he's quoting our Gemara. A person who tried to do a mitzvah, but he was honest, and he couldn't do it. So he comes out, according to the Rambam, in a certain place, he says, I'll just read it to you. We say, comes out according to the Rambam. Even when you're ne'enas, when you, it was hard, you couldn't do it. It's nasa ma'isa b'pol. It's like you mamish did the ma'isa. He's learning our Gemara. When the Gemara says, you tried to do a mitzvah b'ne'enas, and you didn't do it, Basha didn't do it. Ki'ilu asa, says the Chassam Sofer, according to the Rambam, ki'ilu nasa ma'isa b'pol, you mamish did the ma'isa kipshuta. He's learning this Gemara as straight as possible. You did the mitzvah. In Shemayim, you actually performed the mitzvah. You tried to do a davening, you woke up and you were sick, lolling, you couldn't, you couldn't get there. In Shemayim, they write down, you actually davened. I don't know if they give you, you know, more kavana than you would have had. Maybe they give you like the average, like what's your average davening? They just give you that. But you mamish did it. No, now, come on. They, they, give you, they give you more kavana than that. I hope so. You, your, head, your head didn't get in the way this time. There's Torahs about this actually. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that maybe at the end. When, when you get to the Hasidis, when they get to the Hasidis, they turn, they turn, they turn this whole sugi into it's the highest. The Chosami Lublin and others. When you're doing them, right? Of course, that's how they, they have to turn it like this because it's the MS. When you tried to do a mitzvah but you couldn't do it, you couldn't do Bepoel, it's actually higher because you're on a plate of pure Ratzon, of pure Choshev, of, of Chachma, without any ulterior motives. Which, one of the Mepharshim, I forgot who it is, he says that if you can't do a mitzvah, the only way, so he's a little machmer, the only way that you're going to be considered as if you did it is if your mind, in your mind, your kavana was pure. That you want to do, to do this mitzvah, shema. Then it's ki'ilawasa. Because you're only living in a madrega of, of machshav, of ratzim. So all you got is the purity of that. You know, when you do the mitzvah, the poel, even if your kavana is not there. But Lamaisi, you did something. You did. Yes, mitzvah srichas kavana. You can go back and forth. But there's always a basic kavana when you're doing a mitzvah. And you did it. You did it papoel. But when you don't have that, if you don't have the pa'ulo and you just have the rutzah and the machshav and the kavana, so he says you better, you, better have a lot of, you better have a lot of kavana. You better have a lot of purity and no ulterior motives. Now, that's not what the chassidim say. They say nicely that it's the highest mitzvah because it's, it's, it's separate from all of Gashmas. Okay. There's, there's, there's ways to say that the Misa, the pole is even higher than the, with the Kavanas, and the way to say the Kavanas is higher. They're both true, and we need them both. Says the Chassam Sofer, Pshat and the Rambam, because now, now we have a big problem. Not only do you have a Gemara that says when you do something, Ba'onis, it's not even written down. You did an Avera, Ba'onis, it's not even written there like you did anything. Zero, and now the, according to the Rambam, it's saying you did a Misa, Mamish. How do you, it's a steer in obey. You can't do that. So it says the Chassam Sofer, Kamash Lan HaRambam, Dezehu mechazde habori yizborach shemo, 
this, that it's ki'ilu nasa maisa b'pawel, is part of the chaz de Hashem. It's only because it's a chesed of Kaddish Baruch Hu, al ose ritzona, for those who do his ratzon, right, your kavani, your ratzon, avalo me'ikr hadin. Be'emes, according to din, halacha, onus means you did nothing, zero. Sai, if you did an avera, or you did a maisa mitzvah, it's a zero. Onus, in halachic terms, is you didn't do it. And we keep that throughout. So what's ma'alel of a kasa ki'ilu asa ma'isa, ma'isa b'po'el, according to the Rambam? Chaz de'eshem. Chaz de'eshem. Which is, which is pretty cool, because that means, that means you could look at it two ways. It's, you could either look at it as, oh, Nebuch, Nebuch on this Jew, he tried to do a mitzvah, he couldn't do it, you know, Halachically, Kaddish Baruch says, he didn't do anything, so I, I, can't, uh, I can't give him anything, but oh, he's such a sweet Jew. Nebuch, Nebuch, let's give him a, let's give, we'll give him a schar. But that's one way you can look at it. Or you can look at it as, this is, this is part of the fabric of creation, that Kaddish Baruch built the world, Olam Chesed Yibana. The whole world is built on Chesed. It's a higher madrega to do a mitzvah that according to the rules, according to Din, Yes, the rules of this world are according to Din. According to Din, he didn't do anything. Right? If you were in that world of Din before Kaddish Baruch had Rachmanas, this would be nothing. But then the Kaddish Baruch said the world can't exist without Chesed. It's higher Madrega. And this mitzvah that you're doing with just Ratzon, it taps into the highest place above the Din Mamash. It's not even in that world of Din at all. Chaz Deshem is Baruch. Rabbi Nachman says, I, we really should learn him. Yeah, maybe we'll learn it. We'll learn it. Maybe we'll get there on Thursday. Or, I don't know. Fine. Let's just, so that's, that's an amazing, amazing chsam sofer. It's, it's maker adin. It's a zero. It's only because the chas Okay. Wait, what does Rabbi Nachman say? Oh, what does Rabbi Nachman say? No, I figured maybe we'll learn it. We should learn it inside. But I'll learn it inside. No, but I'll tell you. I mean, he, he talks about it all the time. He talks about it all the time about the ikers the rotsen. The ikers the rotsen. And I think, I'm pretty sure this is what he's saying, but he says how even when a person is Anusrachman Apatri, you still should have an active Rotson. Active Rotson. Meaning, a guy wakes up, he's sick, he's sick, he can't get to Shul. Okay, Anusrachman Apatri. First second, he thinks, what am I supposed to do? Can't go. Anusrachman Apatri. Fine. Goes back to bed. But if Nachman says, and again, I'm reading into it, but you're allowed to. According to Nachman, is that don't don't just let that one second slip by. Good. No, no. The next second, but I really want to be there. I wish I could be there. I have a rotten to do this mitzvah. That that takes a big boy, and if you do that, huge. The Gemara. Are you still allowed to go back to sleep afterwards? Yevada, you're supposed to. Rabbi Nachman, you have to sleep a lot when you're sick. He says, that's the, t- that's the ikr tikkun of, of being sick is to go to sleep. He said, sleep many, many hours. So he says, many, many hours. But, but before you go to sleep, just have that rotsam to do the mitzvah. Because if, if, if we understand properly, then you could be sleeping and actually be diving at the same time. All right? If, if you just have that first second of anusach banapatri, fine, you get the schar, whatever. But if you have that second second of, of rotsam, I wish I was there, it's like you when you're sleeping, you're davening. Ah, that's, that's the Indian of rotsam. Ratzon is the ikker of everything. I'll, I'll, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, I'll, I'll show you something else that's a fascinating thing from the Gemara. But I want to show you um, 
I want to show you a. Um, let's get let's get to the real the literature over here. So on one of the sheets, I think it was that first set of sheets. It's the third sheet. And the first set of sheets, I think it's there with Nanas on it. So it has. Uh, it looks like this. Does everybody have this? I don't know if you can see this. Can you even see this? It was a third page of that of that package. Yeah, Moshe, you have it? It's uh, by Os, by Os Dalid. On the right side, Os Dalid, in the middle of the page, it was, far, it was, it was safe for, whatever, I don't know, it's Farmer I don't know, safe for colors to Bubba Kama. I don't know what that is over there. But okay, you see that? Anybody? All right, we got thumbs up. Okay, so let's read. So this is a is a very important safer in the uh, in the literature world. Does this come to you straight or looks backwards? Whatever, it's backwards. Okay. Anyway, it's the it's the it's the Kovitz Haaris. Kovitz Haaris is Rav Wasserman. Chan Wasserman is a famous safer. He wrote um, like an entire safer on Masechet Yevamos. A very fascinating. Every yeshiva they work on the safer. In the back, he has his pshatim on, on Agarata. and there's some that. I mean, when I was in the yeshiva in the yeshiva days, they, they this is like their like uh, this is like their geshmak, you know, to go to the agadita from Rav Hanan. But he has some amazing lamas. He has some some amazing amazing pieces. This is the piece. This is the, this is where you ever hear the one where how he asks how how a boy could be chayiv in in Mitzvah when one of the smartest people in the entire world, Aristotle, couldn't come to it. It's a famous piece. Yes, he asks on the Rambam. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll get maybe one day we'll get to that. So Oz Dalit over here, look, look at what he says. He says in Gemara Baba Kama, it's brought down. Am Rabbi Yirmiyo Lefnei Kodesh Baruch. Yirmiyo Anavi. Rabbi Yirmiyo Anavi we know was living at a very difficult time. There was a lot of a lot of Rishayim, right? The whole the base of English was destroyed during his time. They put him in jail. They beat him up. It, was, it, it wasn't such a good time. So Yirmiyo Anavi. Yirmiyo is a windmill right now. Who? Who is? Yirmiyo. Yirmiyo is a windmill. Sometimes they beat him down also. Am Rabbi Yirmiyo Lefnei Kodesh Baruch. Afilu bishash osin See, he's talking about these rishon anshe anasos. I don't know exactly what that, what that word means, but these rishon, even when they give tzedakah, Yirmiyahu says to Kadosh Baruch Hu, hechshilan bivnei adam she'enan mehuganim. When these rishon give tzedakah, Kadosh Baruch Hu, please, I'm asking you to make them give money to only people who are not poor people, meaning they shouldn't even be yotze the mitzvah tzedakah, right? mean, some rich people are going around manipulating people. Here, oh, I'm poor, I need money. Make them give tzedakah to that person so they don't even get a mitzvah tzedakah. Yom Yom is saying they shouldn't have any, any schar. These people are rishayim. They don't deserve any schar. Kodesh Baruch Hu, make it that they don't get anything. So Rebuchanan asks, We learn in the Gemara Baruch our Gemara. A person thinks to do a mitzvah, but he's an ones and he doesn't do it. He did the mitzvah. If it would be that a Kaddish Baruch Hu would send people to these Rishayim who are not hugging for the mitzvah of tzedakah, and these Rishayim say, oh, I'll give you tzedakah, Chishev, they had a thought to do a mitzvah. These v'ne'enas, but they were, they were, uh, whatever the word is, they were, it's out of their control. These people were tricking them. Lama lo yikablu mitzvah? Why would they not be yotze the mitzvah? Right, what's Yirmiyo Anavi's plan? 
he doesn't want these people to get schar. So he wants the recipients of the tzedakah to not be really needing of tzedakah. Therefore, ki'ilu, these rishon, did nothing. But the Gemara just taught us that even having a good thought to do a mitzvah is ki'ilu, you did it. And you get schar for it. So these rishon will get schar for the very fact that they thought to do the mitzvah. And we just learned, according to the, the Rambam, that it's ki'ilu na'asem ma'isa b'pawol. Your mamish did it. So there's different answers to this question. Some say, well, whatever. Let's see, let's see with Rav Chana. Okay? Everybody hear the question? It's a good question. Strong question. From our Gemara. So let's go to, we'll go to Osei. The real answer is in Ozvav, but we have, we'll go straight. He says in Osei, V'hinei, B'gemaru nechleku, imitzas trichas kavan. It's a big machlokas. It's tied into the sugya. Do mitzvahs need kavana? To be Osei. Ulechad manda amar, according to one manda amar, I think it's Gemara Rosh Hashanah. Someone who's blowing shofar just for musical purposes, he's not yotze the mitzvah. Even if he's blowing tekiyas and shvaros and truas, he's not yotze the mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah. He has to go back and blow again with kavana that he's doing for the ma'isim mitzvah of tekiyas shofar. V'chad Omar and one man says the b'di'evid yotze gambelo kavana. One man says that even b'di'evid, it's okay. Yes, it would have been better. Course to have kavana when you're blowing the shofar shvarim chua, but if he didn't have the kavana, no afal pikein he's yotze. The ilu lechatchila kule alma savrle the mitzvah tzrichas kavana. Of course, everybody holds that lechatchila. You need kavana. That's the best. Venira lefi hanal dafilu name of the yotze says even if you say that you're a tokeya without kavana, you are yotze. But the evid you got the schar. So he says, what does he say? Listen to this. Hainu, what does that mean? Think about it. What does it mean, bidiyavid, you're yotze? You're yotze, you're not yotze. What's bidiyavid, right? We know this concept, lechatchilo, and bidiyavid, ex posto facto, or whatever you say. If you're reading Art Scroll, how do they say it? Exto, posto, whatever. What is that? So you did the Ratzon Hashem, you didn't do the Ratzon Hashem. Well, if you did it, it's the chachila. If you, if, if, and, if, and if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. What's this quasi? What's his middle? He says, What did you do when you blew the shofar without kavana? Now, what did this person do? Right now, he blew a shofar. Right? He physically blew a shofar in the sounds of tekiya, shvarim, and shul. Kavana, his mind, he did not have. So says Ravachan, what happens in the world of, let's say, Pinimius? He performed the tikkun and the to'elis of the mitzvah. When he physically blew that shofar, Kaddish Baruch Hu, in his infinite wisdom, when he created all the mitzvahs, every mitzvah has two parts to it. Every mitzvah, like we say, is kol mitzvah secha emuna. Every mitzvah is emuna Hashem. It's the rotzen of Hashem, if you do this mitzvah. Tzitzis, put it on, my rotzen. Tefillin, put it on, it's my rotson. Lulov, put it on, it's my rotson. Do this, it's my rotson. It's my rotson. Everything at the Yisod HaDavra of every mitzvah, mitzvah, tzivoy, is, this is the command of a Kaddish Baruch, and I want you to do my rotson. But every mitzvah has another aspect, the more outer aspect, is that every mitzvah has a certain tikkun and a to'elis in this world. Whether you're, you're talking about it's making you a better person, whether it's, it's fixing up the old lamos. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things to talk about. When you get into the Tameh Mitzvah, the reasons for the mitzvahs, right? There's sod, and the yisod of every mitzvah is one thing. It's, it's a muna, it's a Ratzon Hashem. 
We've discussed this in Bavavi. But there's, there's also, every single mitzvah looks different. There's a different tikkun it's doing in the world. It's a different reason of the mitzvah. There's many reasons, many layers. So when you blew the shofar lamaisa bepoa with your mouth, you did something in the world. You were masaking something. You had a to'elis. People did hear the sounds of tekiah. If I'm blowing for a shear, my kavana was for song, but one of you heard it, and you're like, tekiah, wow, oh, king, king, coronate the king, shvaram, you feel broken. There was, there was a to'elis. Right? The person doesn't know my kavana, right? So when you did the ma'isa, but po'el, the ma'isa, you did, he says, a tikkun and a to'elis from the mitzvah. But what didn't you do? You didn't, you didn't do the tzivoy Hashem. How did you not do the tzivoy Hashem? Because you didn't have kavana that it was a tzivoy Hashem. I'm blowing a shover because it sounds nice. I just like the sounds of tekiah. Nothing to do with, with the Kaddish Baruch saying, blow the shofar. Right? So therefore, if I just have a maisa without a kavana. I get the tikkun and the to'elis of the maisa, but not the inner portion, which is the kavana, which is the rotsan Hashem. Because my mind, the mind aspect of the mitzvah, was on sheer, on singing songs, and not on the mitzvah. You don't need to go back and blow shofar again. You can't fix it up anymore. Right, right now, what do you have? You did a maisa without the kavana. So you think, okay, let me, I should do the mitzvah again with the kavana. He says, no, you can't do that anymore. You're not going to get any more benefit in this world, is how he learns. He says, the fact that you did the maisa once, right? You do a mitzvah, you did a mitzvah without a bracha. Right? Let's just say, for example, we know this. You did a mitzvah, you picked up the lulav and esrog, and you shook it, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't say a bracha. You can't say the bracha anymore. Because you already did the mitzvah. So to say a bracha on the mitzvah would be a bracha of Ah, how does he, how do you explain that? Because when you did the ma'is of a power shaking the lulav, even without the bracha, you did the tikkun and the to'elis in this world. And once you did that, there's no more tikkun and to'elis for this today, whatever, if let's say it's lulav and esrog, there's no more. So to do again the mitzvah, to say again a bracha, doesn't go. You, the ikr command was to do the ma'isa. We want it to be with consciousness and that I'm doing a mitzvah also. Yes, everybody? Those two ones that I can see their faces? Yeah, okay. So a mitzvah, that, a mitzvah without a active to'eles, without an active effect, that was never commanded. So once you do the mitzvah without, that's what it means b'diyavid yotze. You did the mitzvah without the kavana, b'diyavid, you did it. You did it. And there's a man who says, no, you have to go back and do the mitzvah again because you did nothing. He holds that if you're doing a maisa mitzvah without the kavana, you didn't even do the toelah, so the tikkun. You got nothing. And therefore you should do it again with a bracha and everything. What? Sorry. Okay, one minute. Okay. Let's go down to, let's go down to Ozvav here quickly. Hold on one second. One second, we have another two, a few minutes. Ruvain, come down to the line, turn the light on and take two shirts that are the same. See if they're dry. Come downstairs here to the line in the dining room and in the living room and check if there's shirts that are dry. 
Okay. Ozov, here we go. Ula hefich. Now we have to get back to our answer. And the opposite's true. The chishev lasos mitzvah. What happens when a person wants to do a mitzvah lo asim nishan enas, and he didn't do it because he was ones? So he wanted to. Here we have the kovano, but you don't have the maisa. The opposite of before. Right? Blowing for a shear was you did the maisa without the kavana. Here you have the kavana, but nenas you couldn't do it. It's like a bidyad. It's like the Torah says, okay, you did it. What does it mean? You had intent to do the mitzvah. You have the rotsen to do the tzivoy Hashem. But the actual tikkun in this world that's, perf- that's affected when you do a maisa mitzvah that you can't get with kavana. This is why every mitzvah needs both. You need kavana and you need the maisa. I can't just think I'm going to do tefillin. That's very beautiful, but you actually have to put the tefillin on. So when you think about doing a mitzvah but you can't do it you got the tzivoy Hashem. That's what I wanted to do. Hashem says, try to do it. I tried to do it. I want to do your mitzvah. But I was prevented. So you get the kavana shibble, but you don't get the, the tikkun. So the Ramban says, when a person is, it's a case, when a person is not mitzvah, and he does a mitzvah, when you have a, of a lady who's not commanded to do a mitzvah, but she does it anyway. She wants to go hear shofar. She's not, she's not mitzvah. So her her won't work. The Gemara said, I think did I quote you the Gemara in Kedushin? Uh, maybe I forgot to tell you that it says in the Gemara Kedushin, Machshava mitstarf la that a Machshava is mitstarif is connected to a Maisa. That, that that when you do a, when you want to do a mitzvah but you can't actually do it, it's can, it becomes that Machshava becomes like a Maisa the Machshava. You didn't actually do the maisa. But usually machshava is just machshava. And a maisa is the maisa. You need both. But when you can't do the maisa, your machshava ki'ilu, your machshava turns into the maisa. That's all you're able to do. When a person wants to blow a shofar for, for sheer, for singing purposes, but he but so now he wanted the kavana, he wanted to blow it for a shear, and he was prevented from doing the mitzvah. So now a person who says that you, even if you say you don't need kavana for a mitzvah, you did nothing. Because you, what did you want to do? I wanted to blow for shear. So you have no, and you didn't even do it. So your kavana is a zero, and your mice is there. You have nothing. The effect of the mice mitzvah, you didn't do. And even the, the tzivoy, to do a mice mitzvah, you don't have either. Because your, your thought was to blow it. You didn't even think to do a mitzvah. You were just going to blow it for shir. So your kavan was only for the shir, not for mitzvah. So you got nothing. So now he ends off and he says, this is why, what was Yermio and Avi's plan? He was telling Kaddish Baruch Hu, look at these Rishayim, that when they're doing the mitzvah, that they, that they should get people who are, don't need the tzedakah, right? What's going to happen? They had a kavanah to do the mitzvah, so they should get schar. 
When these Risham were doing the mitzvah, they never had intent to actually do a Maisa mitzvah of, 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 of Tzivo Yashem. They were doing it for their own gaiva, to make themselves look good. So now their kavana is off. All they could have is a Maisa mitzvah. But, so if they would have given the, if they would have given the tzedakah to proper people and they did a real Maisa then they, then they would have a schar from the mitzvah, even though they didn't have the right kavana, but at least they did the mitzvah b'poel. Because the person who wants to give a tzedakah, and, he, and the coin drops, and, he, and it gets lost, but an ani picks it up, he gets a bracha for that. Like Rashi says, but finishing off, if a person doesn't have the right intent, and the mitzvah are to tzedakah to people who are not hagun, so you're not even getting the maisa. Ein lahen lo schar maisa v'lo schar machshava. They get no schar for machshava and no schar for the mitzvah, because a their kavana was not for tzivoy Hashem, was for their own gaiva, and b the maisa itself didn't go to a person who's hagun. That was Yermio Navi's attempt to get them to be nikshul. Merit Hashem, we will continue tomorrow with the kedusha slave who explains similarly in a very gishmak deep way.